Good afternoon, everybody. This is Word of a Rebel. Let's go ahead and get started with a very, very important message about the education of history. As we know, many of us know that history is a very controversial topic because, number one, there's a difference between simply speaking about an event and saying this event happened and this is where it happened, and there and a difference between that and sharing opinion and thought on, uh, you know, the, the, the way people felt or the validity of it. And adding particular adjectives can really sway a person's thoughts about a particular issue or event that may have taken place in the past. So definitely with education of history, we have to be very careful that we do present the factual evidence and then allow the person to form their own opinions based on that information. So this particular conversation that I want to have today is due to misinformation regarding the slave trade. Sadly, it seems that there are many, many people who are still being misinformed about the particular parameters surrounding this. There was a post that was made, and I'm not going to name the name of the person right now because I want to make sure that I continue to have access to this person's page so that I can see exactly how far the ignorance goes. But basically, the way that they were talking about... Um, slavery um, was uh, the, the, the slavery that occurred in the states uh, and in the Americas um, the way they were talking about it was they were basically trying to place the blame on Islam um, which kind of caught me off guard because it was like the way that they were talking about it they were trying to say that it was because of Islam in West Africa that the Europeans um, were basically less um, responsible than they actually were for their own actions by saying that, well, um, these nations were led by Muslim leaders and so they started enslaving people and, oh, the Europeans were just following suit with a practice that was already done to these people as if it somehow absolves them of the responsibility, right? So I want to go ahead and share some information so that you all can feel more informed whenever you are faced with this type of a conversation. Number one, the person who enacts the abuse whether or not someone else encouraged them to do so is guilty of the abuse. So number one, the justification for it is completely irrelevant. Number two, under Islam, Islamic law or Sharia law as they sometimes call it or whatever the hell, um, the way that the laws were written in West Africa stated that a person could be uh, enslaved as punishment for attacking a city. Basically, they were prisoner, prisoners of war. So basically, you took your your enemy that you had, capt had captured, and they were now considered to be a slave of your community, right? But under this law, the person was not to be abused. They were not allowed to leave the community, but they were given the opportunity to marry and have children. If they chose to have children, their children would automatically be free and become an immediate part of the society in which they were born into. So you couldn't inherit um, the, you know, being enslaved. Your children would not be enslaved. And the, and the person who was captured because of, as a prisoner of war, uh, they would be enslaved for their life term uh, as punishment. So whenever an American tries to say, uh, oh, well, that's so much more horrible, we would never do such things, bullshit prison system the current prison system and the prison system that has existed even after slavery was so-called abolished in the united states maintains that a person can be enslaved as punishment for a crime 
as we all know our court system is is massively in error massively broken and in desperate need of being um you know revolutionized it really need we really desperately need court system reform because people are being charged with crimes that they did not commit because there's not enough evidence to even prove that these people did anything um that people who even when they are proven guilty who are given unfair sentencing when compared to other people as we all know one particular example that made headlines was that ethan couch who ran over and killed four people as a result of driving drunk was never given a prison sentence whereas that same judge in dallas had actually um punished in the previous year sentenced a young man to 10 years simply because he had punched somebody who happened to fall down and hit their head and die so this person was in a physical fight hit the person and not because of the punch but because this person fell on something that actually wounded his his skull um caused his death now these two teens both of whom committed an action without the intent of taking a life were sentenced to drastically different sentencing situations one of whom was lost 10 years of his life to prison and the other one who continues to walk free and is supposedly under some kind of mental health treatment or something like that basically so ethan couch the the affluent white male was given the opportunity to simply as a 14 year old be remediated or whatever the hell whereas the young black man um was immediately sentenced to 10 years of prison lost his freedom so if you want to talk about you know morality and trying to take a higher ground as this person did uh throw the prison system into their faces because the um west african system of slavery was a form of um of justice system it was for court system it wasn't let me force somebody to do my work it was okay we have this captive what are we going to do with him or her we can't just let them go back because they're going to come back and attack us you know this was a neighboring enemy that was nearby that had already proven themselves willing to attack so what do we do in that you know in that line of thought how do we protect our own nation in that situation in west africa and you know that, that was the thought process so it wasn't it wasn't anything different than a court system would be that's what the slavery was in west africa so if if you hear anybody giving the same type of statements that i saw on this particular facebook page um they're they're trying to place the blame for the europeans enslavement of africans onto islam it's bullshit because it was a court system that was in the these west african nations what the europeans did was number one they initially tried to enslave native americans who then died soon after due to diseases that the europeans carried that the natives were not immune to and so they lost their free workforce they were already trying to enslave people so they went to africa and said hey i'll take these captives off your hands and the west african nations were like oh okay you know you guys are going to do what we did you're going to like have them work for you and then we don't have to provide for them or take care of them okay cool whatever what ended up happening at that point was that the europeans realized oh the, the africans are immune to the same diseases that we are and they're not going to die out and they're not going to be able to run away because they're not from the americas and so what happened is the spanish and portuguese initially were the first ones of europe to do this they escalated the rate that they were taking people from the continent of africa 
So if anybody tries to tell you Islam was somehow affiliated with slavery during this time period, make sure that you understand and present it with knowledge. Know they were using it as a court system, as a justice system, and that in fact we are our court systems today are highly much more unethical than the one that they're criticizing in their justification. Peace. This has been Word of a Rebel. For more of this, follow me on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook at Word of a Rebel. Or continue following me here on either Anchor or iTunes or any other podcasting source. I'm on almost all of them at this point at Word of a Rebel.